games. A lob and a one-hand oh, The best stories. Both teams respect each other. It's good rivalry. The best area high school sports coverage. Overtime in the Division One semifinal. This is Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN. Back on Monday, it's the Monday edition of Zimbricata's presentation of Prep Mania right here on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. How you doing, everybody? Alex Strofe hanging out with you live from the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios alongside the man, the myth, the legend, my right-hand man, my partner in crime, the dean of area high school sports, the great Dennis Semra. That was a hell of an introduction. Oh, How wow. are you, Dennis? Yeah, how much do I owe you for that? Uh, we'll talk about compensation we'll later. later. <laughs> maybe, a, maybe a couple dinners or something. Yeah, I don't know. know. But it's good to see you back in person yeah, for the first really, time in a yeah. couple weeks. Glad to have you back. Good to be in back. Uh, Alex Gravatt running the show tonight. Hi, Alex. How are you tonight? Hey, gal. I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm, I'm fantastic. My understanding, you just came back from Columbia. Is that correct? I did, yeah. I was there for an Ultimate Frisbee. Time I saw all sorts of sights and uh, it was it was super fun. Now I heard you uh, had an injury. No, I was actually lucky enough to avoid injury. I did have a friend who looked just like me get injured, and so it was kind of funny to to run into people throughout the tournament and they'd be like, "Oh, are are you okay?" And it it wasn't me. It was actually just my friend. But he he got home safely, so he's doing well. Wait, so are you injured or not injured? Yeah, I, I avoided injury the whole time I was there. But then uh, the second I get back at a practice, I I dove and I ended up. Uh, Injuring my elbow, dislocated a little bit maybe, uh, jammed it up pretty bad, but uh, spirits are high and I've got most of my range of motion, so I'm doing okay. So <laughs> how, how was the tournament? The tournament was it was super cool because we were playing you know, against different teams throughout the nation, and, and um, despite it all being in one spot, it was interesting because the, the flight of the disc is so different uh, just because you're at altitude, so it was interesting to learn about that, but every team kind of played their own different style. It was interesting to see those Latin and Central American countries play it more like soccer than football and and then the the best part to me was just walking out every time I take the field there was sweeping views of mountains surrounding us cuz we were in a valley it was it was really neat oh fantastic that's pretty awesome pretty awesome stuff that's Alex G yeah. he's Dennis Semram Alex Strofe here on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania when I say stacked show tonight I think that might be an understatement uh, next segment we'll talk with the 2021-2022 Mr. Basketball in the state of Wisconsin. From Menominee Falls, a University of North Carolina commit. They didn't do too bad in the NCAA tournament this year. Seth Trimble will join us next uh, next segment to talk about, uh, well, a heck of a year he had, a heck of a year his future school had, and all the in-betweens. We'll talk with Seth Trimble next segment at 6.30. Recently announced his retirement. Just a couple wins short of 500 as the head boys basketball coach and athletic director at Madison Edgewood High School, Chris Zwettler, will join us at 6.30. And at 6.45, one of the few new head coaches for football in the fall in the area at, from Verona High School, Andrew Riley, will join us at about 6.45 tonight. So a stacked lineup guest-wise. And uh, we've got Dennis Semrau, too. So we're not doing too shabby on this program. Dennis uh, obviously, great guest list tonight. We'll get to them when we get to them. I do want to get to what you did over the weekend because I think it's really fascinating, really cool. Um, even had a 
guest appearance from Johnny Davis uh, over at the yeah. WBCA banquet well, up in the Dells, right? Well, first of all, I started out, I was supposed to cover a track meet on Friday at Monona Grove. Uh, that didn't work out too well. That was the monsoon night, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, it was also supposed to be uh, doubleheader baseball for Mount Horeb and uh, Edgewood. That didn't work that didn't out. Work out that got canceled, so they moved it to Saturday to McFarland. And a little, it's $135 to rent the field for an hour. Really? So, uh, so Edgewood, that doubleheader became a single game. And uh, one of our former uh, student athletes of the week, UW Credit Student Athletes of the Week, Jackson Trudgeon. Yeah. One hit shutout. Wow. 86 pitches. Two walks in one hit. That's all he gave Holy up in the smokes, game. Holy smokes, Jackson Trudgeon. Have a day, kid. Yeah, ate nothing. Uh, and uh, chatted with him afterwards, enjoying his last sport before he comes to Wisconsin you know, to be a preferred walk-on football player. Yeah, staying right in town. And, but and, uh, one he, of the best yeah, three-sport athletes uh, yeah. in, the, in the state. And uh, it was great that, to be able to see him throw. When I get there and find out he's pitching, I'm like, okay, well, we'll see. And He, he, was, uh, he was dealing. And he, 13 ground ball outs on the turf, yeah. and Edgewood's defense was flawless. He got some clutch hits. Uh, and uh, then it was like we were sort of at Wrigley. Uh, it was an adventure for the outfielders, <laughs> which was good for Jackson because he kept the ball on the ground. Uh, the pitcher for Mount Horeb, uh, Kian Primusberger, unfortunately, a few pop-ups that uh, I would not have wanted to be out there full of shaking flies fair, fair. of 30, 40-mile-hour winds going. But that, that was so we got the game in on the turf, and then sa- Sunday was invited to go up to the Dells to the All-State uh, Academic All-State Banquet. Uh, for the WBCA, the basketball coaches. And uh, we also honored the uh, college players of the year. And in comes walking, the college player of the year for Division One men, Johnny Davis, with his high school coach, Todd Fergett. And the kids are blown away. Here's a guy that's getting ready to be drafted. I mean, yeah. he's, he's all over the place in demand. And he spends three hours of his time on a Sunday afternoon to come up. And he gets the last award. But I think they saved the best for last because we've got about a two-minute video of his highlights yeah. that we saw during the year. How many dunks? Oh, uh, I think they showed about 10 of them yeah, at least. Yeah, that makes sense, yeah. Yeah, and then our, our guest, uh, our, uh, Seth uh, Trumbull, they showed that video for him too. And, yeah, he had his share. <laughs> yeah, I good. bet, I bet. Uh, uh, but, uh, oh, Johnny was there, and uh, they honored the uh, – unfortunately, this is a time where college coaches are out and can recruit, and a lot of the kids are playing AU basketball. So for the larger schools, uh, it was not a really good turnout for the All-State players. But a number were there, the Academic All-State, and then they had a number of awards, including the Legacy Award, which is one uh, a leadership award sponsored by our board of directors, Mackenzie Breinig from Sauk Prairie, and uh, Logan Upenough from Potosi were the two winners for the girls and the guys. So in the past, we've had a lot of awards at the Hall of Fame in the fall or at the All-Star Game. But as you well know, once kids get recruited to college and they have to go off, it was like uh, when we talked to Seth Trimble, he'll be heading to North Carolina as soon as school ends. Johnny, he'll be at, you know, he was at Wisconsin when he came out, and it was tough to get him here because of all the summer workouts and classes right. and stuff. So, But, uh, yeah, it was a great, uh, great event, uh, about a three-hour banquet on a Sunday. And um, with the WBCA, uh, that's going to be an annual event now in April. The toughest part is trying to find a weekend day where there's not something going on. And um, you're hoping to get a few more of the All-State players there in the past. But, yeah, it was a, it was a great event. And uh, it reminds us that the All-Star Games will be coming up. In uh, June. In June, right? And then the Hall of Fame will be in September. 
in the clinic, and then we'll be right back at it. Uh, but uh, football first. Can't wait. And we'll have some football conversation tonight uh, as well as we talk to Andrew Riley, new head coach at Verona High School, uh, a little bit later in the show. But first, we've got a double dose of basketball to get to. Next, we will talk to Mr. Basketball in the state of Wisconsin, Menominee Falls Sr. and University of North Carolina commit Seth Trimble. We'll chat with him next here on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. For nearly 50 years, Zimbraconda has provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff of Zimbraconda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're in the market for a new or used Honda, visit Zimbraconda in Madison today or check current inventory at Zimbraconda.com. Seth Trimble, next at Zimbraconda's Prep Mania. Rolling on at Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania here on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Alex Strofe, Dennis Semrau with you. On your Monday night, oh boy, excited for this one. Mr. Basketball 2021-2022. Menominee Falls making it the state for the first time ever, right, First Dennis? time ever, you bet. First time ever. And now he's uh, he, he made a college commitment to pretty decent basketball school, Dennis. Uh, not bad. Uh, University of North Carolina, <laughs> who also had a pretty decent outing in the NCAA tournament. Uh, Phenomenal season. Losing in the national championship game under a first-year head coach. So I'm really excited to be joined now by Seth Trimble, who will be, uh, as I mentioned, attending UNC next year. Led Menominee Falls to their first-ever state, uh, state berth in boys' basketball. And he won Mr. Basketball, not too shabby. Seth, really appreciate the time. Congratulations, first off, on all the success this season. How has uh, the last couple weeks been, obviously, uh, with the season coming to the end uh, uh, about mid-March? How have the last few weeks been for you, buddy? Oh, I mean, thank you guys for having me, first off. And the last couple weeks, they've been pretty good. Uh, you know, the season's over, so just really getting into that off-season grind, you know, picking it up heavy, considering, you know, where I'll be in, you know, a matter of uh, a couple months. So, I mean, we went on our vacation, little vacation after the season, but then ever since then, just, I mean, back to the grind. Yeah, yesterday you were up at the up at the Dells for the All-State uh, get-together, and uh, normally this time of year you'd be playing AU basketball. What's it like not having that, and how many of your teammates were up there that you got to connect with yesterday? Uh, it's a little different. You know, it's obviously the first year I haven't had AU in I don't know how many years. But, I mean – I like it. Uh, more time, you know, to work out and get what I need to uh, get in. More time to do maybe some hobbies that, you know, I can't really get in with AAU. Uh, and just, I mean, more focus, really, uh, and less stress for sure. Less stress for sure. And then see my teammates yesterday. I got to see, uh, I got to see Jackson Pavletsky. He's a AAU teammate for maybe three years, four years now. And then uh, Luke Hurdle and then Ice Emery. So, I mean, I got to see those people, and it was great to see. It was great to catch up with them. That's a who's who of basketball in the state. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, all those guys, I think, were at the Cole Center just a month ago <laughs> competing for state championships. So, not a bad list of players right. there. Uh, Seth Trimble, sure. Mr. Basketball, with us here on Prep Mania. Uh, I asked about the last few weeks, Seth. Uh, you got to see your future school, as I mentioned, go on a uh, just, just we'll just call it decent run, right, to the national championship <laughs> game under uh, first-year head coach Hubert Davis. I- I've got to know the emotions on your end, right? Obviously, knowing uh, Hubert Davis, who-, who will eventually be your head coach, coming in replacing a total legend in Roy Williams, and leads UNC 
to what they did this year, Seth. What, what was it like from your perspective, knowing that's where you'll be in a year and seeing all the success they had in year one under Coach Davis? Uh, you know, it was just very heartwarming and, uh, I mean, super amazing to watch. Uh, you know, the past couple of years, Carolina have gotten, you know, all this doubt is in, like, are they still Carolina, this, that, this, and that, and Hubert Davis do it. But, I mean, it's just, it was amazing to be able to, you know, to see that team string together and really, I mean, shut everybody up, really. And, I mean, it just makes me even more, than, uh, even more excited than I already was. What was the recruiting process like for you, uh, Seth? And uh, did, did you did it come down? Did you have like an elimination, a final ten, final five, or how did that whole process work for you? Uh, yeah, I kind of eliminated to a final five. Uh, my first visit is kind of just like an unofficial visit. I mean, really, not even that. Uh, we were in Los Angeles, so I got to take a visit to uh, uh, USC, Southern California. Uh, I took an unofficial to Marquette. And I took two officials to Michigan and uh, North Carolina, and in Purdue and Wisconsin, I was heavily uh, considering. But I was planning to schedule those visits after uh, my Carolina visits. Uh, but you know, I committed on uh, on campus, so I had to cancel them. I got to know about that, Seth. Yeah, you, North, North Carolina. What was the impressions when you walked in? A lot of times, I tell kids are going on to college. You'll know it when you get there that yeah. this feels comfortable. Did you have that wow moment? Uh, yeah, actually, that's exactly what my brother had told me. Uh, you know, he told me, hey, I mean, I've been through it. I'm going to support you with whatever decision you make. But once you get to Carolina, you'll know it, you know, when you step on campus. And that was, like you guys have said, that was the exact feeling I had got. And, I mean, I was like, when he first told me that, I was you know, I just said whatever. You know, it is what it is. He's just saying that just because he went to Carolina. But, I mean, it was 100% true. Yeah, I've been in the Dean Dome before, Seth. And when I walked in there for the first time, it was like, holy smokes. I mean, this is right. this is college basketball epitomized right here. I mean, this, right. is, this is what it's all about, seeing the banners and seeing the retired numbers. I mean, is it is it overwhelming to a sense where you're just like, wow. I mean, this is one of the grandest if not the grandest stage in all of college basketball being a kid from you know wisconsin going to one of the biggest stages that's just got to be such an amazing feeling oh for sure Uh, it's definitely an amazing feeling and i'd say you know it's mostly motivating uh to me like you said seeing those banners seeing all those numbers in the raptors seeing all the championships uh it just makes me want to be able to be a part of something special and not only be a part but make a huge impact on it your dad. I talked to your dad yesterday, uh, Trevor, and uh, I know he was your first coach. What did he teach you that's going to help? That helped you survive, and that's going to help you go on to college. Uh, any particular lesson or advice, or is there like a, a mantra that? Yep, that's my dad. I, I got to remember these words. Uh, I mean, honestly, in all honesty, when I say this, anything uh, a coach would say to me is what I've heard from my dad already. So. I mean, really, just everything about basketball, everything about humility, being humble, uh, being a young man, anything that I can think of really will resort back to my dad. Seth Trimble, Mr. Basketball, University of North Carolina commit, joining us here on Prep Mania on ESPN Madison. Alex Strofe, Dennis Semrau with you. Seth, I've seen you play quite a bit this year, obviously having the most terrific year in, in the state, winning Mr. Basketball, getting to the state tournament. I want to know from your perspective, because it looks like everything is so smooth and natural for you. What parts of your game 
are you looking to work on the most as you make the jump to uh, not only the Division One level but the ACC level? What what parts of your game do you feel like uh, you know maybe need some more development, if you will? I mean, you look so smooth to me, so I, I can't tell what you need to develop. I would like to hear from you. Uh, really, I mean, really everything. Uh, I think that high school, the college basketball jump is, you know, one of the hardest jumps that you could possibly make. Right. So, I mean, just in this offseason, working on everything, uh, you know, just agility, ball handling, defensive end, defense gets even harder, and uh, the jump shot. So, I mean, really anything you could think of, just trying to improve, I mean, to be the most prepared I can possibly be. With your AAU experience, is there a favorite uh, trip that you had, a gym you played at, uh, or players you played against? Looking back, I'm, I'm sure you, well, you played AAU since you were in grade school. Uh, favorite trip? My favorite trip was definitely in uh, eighth grade, uh, our AAU team. We were Wisconsin Phenoms at the time. We went to Orlando for the uh, ESPN Worldwide Nationals, and uh, we won it, actually. So, I mean, I remember that, like, it was yesterday. We had the trophy, actually in our living room. So, I mean, that's, that's something that I'll uh, remember. Uh, and then where I enjoyed playing the most and the best people was definitely uh, when we went down to Peach Jam in uh, Augusta, Georgia. That was, uh, I mean, every game you played, you were playing a top recruit, you know, a top point guard, a top big man. And as a goal for me, I always wanted to be the best on the court and, you know, attack whoever was higher than me, whoever was close to me and really establish my dominance. Yeah, yeah, piggybacking off that, Seth. Uh, we, we talk about it a lot, but we're not. me and Dennis aren't great. We were not great high school basketball <laughs> players like you were. Not even close, right? So you, you played at the highest level of AEU, but you also played in the Cole Center this year for the first time at, at the state tournament. Well, what, what are the comparisons and maybe differences of, of the atmospheres of those big-time events, right? Obviously, state basketball, a little bit different than uh, those, some of those tournaments you just mentioned in AEU ball. What are the, you know, some of the differences and similarities of those atmospheres? Uh, similarities, everything kind of seems more fast-paced, uh, more spaced out. Everything kind of just slows you more because, I mean, there's not a lot of time to think. In high school right. basketball, I mean, to be honest, you have, you have quite time to think of what you want to do. You have, you know, you can control what you want to do. You know, when it comes to I maybe mean, playing at the Cole Center or playing against the top people in the nation in the AAU ball, uh, but there's not enough time to think. The game really just flows to you easier so i think that's i mean a huge plus uh and just my thing is getting comfortable uh you know getting to college and getting comfortable and playing in those arenas because i mean we've been playing in small little high school gyms all our life so <laughs> that's definitely one thing i'm also looking forward to well you talk about humble and you know trying to uh you know work hard and everything else what were your thoughts when Johnny Davis, who was the finals for the player of the year, walks in? Here's a Sunday afternoon, three hours. This guy is going to be a lottery pick in the NBA, and he's taking time. He got an award from the WBCA for the State College Player of the Year. But uh, did you get to talk to Johnny afterwards a little bit? And uh, your thoughts just of what you know, the class that he showed by even being there? Oh, yeah. Um both my father and I both got to talk to him after. Uh, I mean, of course, we congratulated him on his great season and on his uh, upcoming success that we're cheering for him to have. And, I mean, he really just – I mean, as much as I rooted for him, he's rooting for me. And, and you know, it felt good to get that love from such a high-class player. Uh, you know, just wishing me the best and wishing me the best with the program. But, I mean, yeah, I got to catch up with him, and it was – I mean, 
it shows, you know, the character that he is. Talking with Seth Trimble, Mr. Basketball in the state of Wisconsin, UNC commit from Menominee Falls High School. Uh, Seth, I saw some back, going back to some UNC notes. I saw Caleb Love announced he'd be returning. Obviously, plays a similar position to you. What's the relationship been like him, and, and how excited were you to hear that he'd be back for another year at Chapel Hill? I'm super excited to hear that Caleb's back. Our relationship, uh, you know, has been closer over, I think, the three times that I've been down on campus already. But, I mean, both him and R.J. Davis, I just can't wait to be taken under the wing. Uh, you know, yeah, they're only a couple years older than me, but they've been playing at the highest level for uh, two years now. And, I mean, I kind of have no choice but uh, considering mentors, you know, just really learn from them. So, I'm, I mean, I'm very excited to be able to have this opportunity to play with such great point guards and learn from them every day. And before I let you go, Seth, uh, your plans here, I know – We'd love to have you in the All-Star game, but uh, North Carolina's going to be calling. When do you have to leave, and what's it like? Are you in summer school, and uh, I guess what are you, what's coming up for you? Uh, so I'll take off June 14th, uh, graduate high school at 10. Oh, wow. And take those four days to pack up, and then take off from the 14th. And then, yeah, I'll start summer school. So I have uh, two classes a week, I believe it is. And, just, I mean, really, I want to set a good workout schedule that can be based off of my school schedule and just, become the best basketball player I possibly can uh, for that preseason I'm down there. What are you going to study? I'm planning on to study sports management, but anything nice. can change right now. Uh, well, that's that's true. Uh, the typical college student changes their major, I heard, three times. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> that's about right. Yeah, I, I, I know how that goes. Well, Seth, a quick turnaround for you, but we're rooting for you hard, man. Congratulations on all the success at the high school level, and uh, excited to see you playing for the Tar Heels next year, man. Uh, best of luck. Thank you. Thank you, guys. I mean, hopefully I put on well for Wisconsin. We sure hope so. You already are, man. You're representing well. It's Seth Trimble, Mr. Basketball in the state of Wisconsin. Our jam-packed show continues next. We'll continue talking some hoops with Chris Wettler, who just announced his retirement from Madison Edgewood, a longtime AD and boys basketball coach. We'll chat with Z next. It's Imbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. It's Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania here on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Alex Strofe, Dennis Semrau, the Dean with you here on your Monday night. We go back to the phone lines now. Excited to be joined by Z, is what we know him by. The legend Chris Wettler, longtime athletic director and boys basketball coach at Madison Edgewood, recently announcing his retirement following this school year. Z, first off, appreciate the time, but uh, I would love to know what went into the decision to uh, to announce the retirement. Hey, thanks for having me. Um, it just it just kind of got to the point where um, that um, just you know my wife's retiring, and then uh, sitting back and thinking, and um, there is a lot. A lot of things that go into being an AD and a coach uh, still, and that, um, you know, I've just started to think about it. There are some things that just, uh, um, you know, it's time for somebody else to do. And uh, then when I add it all up, I go, I don't know if I want to, you know, because I'm a teacher, I'm a fundraiser there, I'm a coach, and I'm an AD. And then I decided, okay, you know, originally I thought about, giving up athletic director and still hoping to coach and teach. But then once I thought about a little bit more, 
I'm like, I don't know if I can be there in just one capacity and not think about all the other stuff that I was doing. So um, just kind of decided to be grateful um, and be thankful for the run uh, I had and the time at Edgewood. And I'm going to miss it dearly, but, um, you know, I just thought it was time for somebody else to, to tackle uh, all the things that come with all four of those positions when they're combined. And, um, again, I'm, I'm very grateful to Edgewood High School for 33 wonderful years there, and I got two months to go, so I'm going to enjoy those two months. Well, Chris, we go way back. Uh, yeah, you mentioned fifth decade. You know, I started doing this in the yeah. 80s, too, and I think I started with the Capital Times just after uh, you were there. And my son was uh, your video coordinator for a couple of years and still raves about Coach Z and about being part of the yeah. program. And uh, I, I, 2002 was special because that was the state championship year. Nobody expected Edgewood to be there and you're one of the four schools within what 50 miles of Madison to win titles is that yep. one of the the you know this was the 20th anniversary of that uh, did you get, have a get together for the guys and uh, is that one of the main highlights for you um, we 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 tried we talked about getting together in December um, we had a home game scheduled it's a good thing we didn't we had a home game scheduled on December 23rd and I reached out to uh, uh, the guys that are local, you know, Alvaro Hansbro, he's helping out Paul Chris on his staff, and and Cesar Salinas, he's a police security officer in the Middleton district, and and a couple others in town, Wally Longo, and a couple of those guys. And uh, I said, hey, I want to I want us to come together on the 23rd. It's a 5:30 tip against River Valley. Uh, we'll honor you guys, and we'll go down to you know the local establishment, the Laurel which is our, uh, you know, our favorite yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, place to go for burger, et cetera. And well, it turned out a lot of guys um, weren't going to be around. You know, I tried. I thought being close to Christmas like that, we'd get a great opportunity. Well, it didn't turn out to work out that way. Well, then, you know, we ended up canceling the game that night because of, that, because of COVID. We, we had a bunch of guys out with COVID. So we'll, we're going to do something. Uh, they're going to get in the Hall of Fame at Edgewood uh, down the road, and uh, we will definitely do something. I don't know if we'll wait till 25 years or do it some other time, but uh, we definitely will be coming together because that's a memory I'll never forget, obviously. And, and because I went to Edgewood, um, you know, that opportunity, because of the foundation of the people ahead of me and and all the traditions it's had, uh, I was able to jump on, and and then uh, I had a lot of good teams, and this one was able to get it done. So, uh, very thankful for that. Obviously, your biggest influence, Bo Ryan. Uh, the day you met Bo Ryan changed your life. Yeah. So I I um I was home from college. It was the summer of '76. I just finished my freshman year there, and. Um, Bo just started. He, him and uh, uh, Cofield, I think, just started that that summer. And um, Bo, I picked up the old landline and, and back in the seventies and the, the circular dial <laughs> phone. <laughs> and uh, it was Coach Ryan. Says I'm looking for Chris Wetler. He goes, Well, you got him. He goes, Well, this, this is Bo Ryan. I'm uh, one of the new assistants down at the UW, and we got a basketball camp going on this week. 
and we're really short coaches, and somebody gave me your name, so I thought I'd give you a call. And I said yes, went down there and coached uh, the rest of the week, and then things were just, you know, history was, you know, the rest was history after that, and stayed in touch with Bo all along, kept working Badger camps, and and then uh, all the way through, and then he took the Platteville job and started working all the Platteville camps, and then he uh, offered me a chance to go down there and be his full-time assistant and get my master's. And, you know, in 1987, uh, in Stockton, I was ready to hang it up. We were, I was struggling as a basketball, young basketball coach, and um, I kind of lost desire and thought I was just going to be a huge failure and, and, you know, was actually thinking about hanging it up at Stockton and went to Platteville and visited one day in March, and I decided to give it a shot. And my wife... She's the one that actually kind of kicked it through is I said, you're going to laugh at this, but Bo offered me a chance to make $3,200, be his full-time assistant coach, commute 100 miles a day on a normal day, and then you throw in road games or any of that, then you're going to add that on to it, and I'm never going to see you. Um, what, so no way, right? She goes, you'd be crazy if you didn't take that job. So I was like, oh, okay. So I'm in and uh, turned out to be the best decision that, uh, you know, she ever encouraged me to take. And, it's you know, it was awesome. Wow, that's terrific. Chris Wetler with us uh, from Madison Edgewood High School. That's an awesome story. I'm surprised I hadn't heard that one yet. Um, <laughs> Z, last one for me. I, I know Dennis will probably have one more for you. But I'm just curious, you know, obviously you mentioned 33 years at Edgewood. Such a great legacy. So many great memories. How are you hoping to be, you know, your legacy at Edgewood is, is remembered? How do you hope it is? Yeah, thanks. I um, As an athletic director, I I want to be remembered uh, about the, the AD that cared about every single sport, whether they were state champs, whether they won a bunch of conference titles or never won a conference titles. To me, the thing that made me feel the best is when I'd see a parent at an athletic event and they'd say, gosh, gosh, you're everywhere. And that made me feel good. That people knew that I really wanted to make sure I was known as someone that supported every team. And, you know, I did my best to do that. And um, that's what I want to be remembered as, as an athletic director. As, as a basketball coach, what made me feel good is that, you know, Z, we always loved playing against you. Your kids always played hard. We always knew they were going to be prepared. We always knew that uh, they would play their hearts out, you know. And win or lose, you know, that, those were the comments that made me feel the best there. Um, and, um, you know, as a teacher, I, you know, I, I ended my last 15 years doing a life skills class. And I think there's more of that that should be done in high school because especially Edwardus and, and Dennis can attest to this through his son, Matt, is that it's such a tough curriculum that it's nice for them to just be able to sit back and take some life skills and talk about, you know, anything, you know, whether it's a day uh, talking about a checkbook or, you know, whatever that that's going to be. Um, and uh, so I always, you know, if, if a student said to me, Hey, I just really love your class. I learned a lot about life in it. So those would be my things that I um, would hope I'd be remembered for. 
Well, Coach, I mean, you've had a great run, but uh, you're also a grandfather, and uh, all of your kids are involved in athletics. Uh, I, I'm sure you probably wondered, do I want to really recommend this lifestyle for them? <laughs> but they've been successful, yeah. and you just want to go over what everybody's doing right now. Yeah, sure. Um, Callie's my oldest, and uh, she has three kids, and they live about eight blocks away from us. Us and she's the principal at, at Immaculate Heart of Mary Catholic grade school in Monona. I forget how many years she's principal now. I think she's been there like eight years. And I think she, uh, they kind of recruited her after the principal re- retired there. And the, par- the parish priest came over to her house one day in June and said, uh, I would be remiss and I'd be wrong if I didn't do this, but I just need you to know. I get a bunch of phone calls and emails every day that I should ask you to apply for the principal job. So uh, she did, and she loves it. And enrollment is up at Immaculate Heart, and she's done a lot. You know, I can I can brag, right? She's done a lot of wonderful things there. So, um, and her three kids go there, and I'm hoping they'll go to Edgewood uh, once uh, Tyson, who's the oldest, is graduates or moves on from there. So Eliza is my second oldest, and she's getting married in two weeks. And um, she is a teacher at Sun Prairie, 15th year, and she's our head volleyball coach at Edgewood and going to be starting her fourth year as the head volleyball coach there and like her 10th or 11th year in the program playing volleyball there. And um, so we're excited about that. And then uh, Alex Alexandra's our third. And she's a high school Spanish teacher and head JV volleyball coach in Marshall, Minnesota. And her husband is the head volleyball coach at the University of Southwest Minnesota, which is in Marshall. And they have two kids and a third one coming in August. And uh, then Jack uh, was my assistant coach in basketball. And he's a K-5 through FIED teacher at Pope uh, Elementary School in Middleton. And, uh, you know, they've got a, you know, they got Josie. And so we're, Bernie and I are very lucky. You sure are. A lot of exciting stuff on the horizon for you uh, <laughs> post-retirement, Chris. We appreciate the time as always, my friend. I'm sure we'll catch up soon. And uh, congratulations on everything. Seriously. Sounds good, you guys. Have a great night. Thanks for putting me on. Of course, anytime. That's Chris Wettler from Madison Edgewood High School. We will wrap up the program next, talking to a first-year head coach. Nicely done there, Dennis, on the guest booking. Way to connect the dots. First-year head coach Andrew Riley from Verona High School will take over the football program from Dave Richardson. That conversation's next. It's Impreconda's Prep Mania. I don't ever want to feel like I did that day. Take me to the place I love. out on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania right here on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Here on your Monday night, Alex Rope, alongside the Dean of Area High School Sports, Dennis Semrau. Excited to be joined now by the brand new football coach at Verona High School. His name? Andrew Riley. He's a familiar face at Verona, but now at the helm. Andrew, really appreciate the time. Congratulations on the new gig, my friend. Thank you, much. Thank you very much, Alex. Uh, glad to be here with you, too, as well, Dennis. Just excited for a great season of Rhone Area Wildcat football. You know, you've been uh, in the school district. That's probably the best thing. You're a head coach. 
you were at uh, Country Elementary, and now what, sixth year uh, physical education yep. health ed at Verona. At, yeah, at, absolutely. I was. Go ahead. At the new high school. <laughs> yeah, it, it's really a treat. I tell you what, um, it's been great to be able to get my foot in the door work a couple of years over at Country View Elementary and um, then be so graciously um, able to come over to the high school and continue my, my career there, uh, making connections with the kids, the staff, the families. It's been wonderful. And that, that new high school is uh, certainly nice to have. There's no doubt there. Well, we mentioned it, Andrew, familiar face. You've been, you've been with the team. You've been with the school district. You've been in the area what was the process like for you to replace the Hall of Famer Dave Richardson here as you uh, enter this fall, your first year as the head coach of the Verona Wildcats? Well, I tell you, talking to one of my reps right away, he had a good, uh, a good saying for it. It's like trying to drink water through a fire hose right off the bat. Um, but <laughs> re- replacing a great guy like Dave um, and, and Scott Kramer, who is here with Dave as well, has been, a, has been a tall task, but they also set me up for some great success. i got to give kudos to the staff that's been able to stick with me here, uh, the kids, the leaders, the captains who have been great about making sure we're, we're not losing the step and we're getting everything ready for the, the upcoming year. And uh, I think it's a privilege to be able to work my way up from the freshman volunteer coach, you know, to JV all the way up to varsity and now being the head coach to um, understand how much time and effort and the kind of people it takes at every level to make a successful program. Yeah, so all the kids in the program you've been a part of, so it was a familiar face. How has the transition been with the players? Oh, it's it's been great, seamless, really. Uh, we've had you know some some team meetings here and there, and the kids have been more than happy to uh, take the bull by the horns and make this really a player-led team. We've talked about characteristics that are going to help us push, uh, fall, and fail forward is kind of our team motto right now. And the kids have been you know, being leaders as we expect them to be, holding each other accountable, and really it, they've been shining both in the classroom and um, in their other sports through the winter season and now the spring season as well. Yeah, you were able to, uh, uh, you're part of the Football Coaches Association. I think other than the state of Texas, Wisconsin's uh, Football Coaches Association is probably the largest, most successful clinic in the country, wouldn't you say? I, I completely agree. Just the, the wealth of knowledge there that you can spend a couple days taking in is, is unbelievable, um, especially for me where I'm at over here in Verona to be able to drive 10 minutes to the clinic, see all those great coaches from every level and also have those kind of coaches that are approachable that you can come ask and talk uh, shop to, and they're more than willing to, to give out some great pointers. Andrew Riley entering his first year as the head coach of the Verona Wildcats football program out in Verona with us here on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. You use the term wealth of knowledge, Andrew. I imagine that describes Dave Richardson pretty good, a guy who obviously you uh, learned under for several years, saw him get his 200th win last season, I just got to ask about that relationship. I know you mentioned it was a super great one, and you've learned so much from him. But as you enter this transitional period, right, what's the relationship like, been like with him as you take take the reins? Well, it's great to still having Dave in the school here. He's going to be our strength and fitness center coordinator through the next year as well. So having him around has been wonderful. Tell you what, he's almost been like my football and school dad here since I got into the district. He was able to. You know, help me and prepare me to get an interview at the high school before I was able to get a job there. And it's just been, you know, there at the drop of a hat, especially in this transition. If you send Dave a text message, he's willing to give you a phone call 30 seconds later to talk about anything to make sure that we're being set up for success. Um, he's an open book. And everything that he's learned in his years here, uh, Whitefish Bay, back to, to Holy Name, he's been more than willing to share 
and I really, I really appreciate him and everything he's been able to give to, to our program and continue to give to our program. I'm lucky. I get the new school and everything. He got to start us off back when he was cutting the grass and lining the fields before practice. <laughs> well, and uh, you look at uh, the last couple of years, the pandemic. A year ago, we had spring football. Your, your first game was at Sun Prairie to open up the new field. Uh, we were there to broadcast that one. Um, what's the schedule like now? Are things getting back to normal? And what what's in place uh, for a typical high school football player now until they report in August? Well, everything is back to business as usual, I'd say, around here. Um, the kids are able to – we have open lifts both before and after school for them to come in if they'd like to, to get some work in. I know some of the guys do their things outside of school and then supplement it inside of school as well. Um, and then basically we have some, some sevens coming up here as the summer gets going. We have some great competition dates against um, Wanakee um, and uh, another school as well. So being able to get those things going is great, especially with you know, bringing in some new ideas to the offense to get some guys accustomed to that. And then um, we have mini camp in the middle of July, along with our youth camp, where our guys are going to be coaching the, the youth of Verona how to be a successful Wildcat. And then we start right away that first week of August, getting going. Uh, coordinators, coaching staff, uh, any names you want to mention for us at this time? Yeah, so I'll be calling the offense here. And then my new defensive uh, co-coordinators over there are Ben Laxton and Ibrahim Amara. Ben's been with us for a a number of years here, and then Ibrahim came to us over from East and spent some time over at followed as well. And then our special teams coordinator will be Alex Watching, and Alex just got a job at the high school here. He spent a few years with the, the old Miss staff um, when he was in grad school, so he's got a, uh, a great library of knowledge as well. I, Andrew, I've seen you describe yourself a few times as a player's coach, right, having really good relationships with your players. Can, can you just explain to us what we can expect from you as a head coach? What changes from going from an assistant to the head coach, and what makes you a player's coach? Well, I want the kids to have input, you know, on, on everything, and not just, you know, have certain things they can pick and choose from, but for them to have that brainstorming idea and coming up with some ideas from the ground floor up. Uh, right now, we've been talking about team characteristics and what they identify as characteristics that we want and characteristics that we want to avoid. So putting them in charge of naming those characteristics and them being in charge of making sure their teammates are doing the right thing, um, I think has worked wonders so far in the past month or so. Uh, we talked about that 90, if you want to be successful with something, 90% of the time you've got to do the right thing. So that's really a goal that we're looking for. And then as far as on the field and everything, um, I want those guys to feel comfortable with what they're doing, to have voice in what we're calling on the field so that that way, that way they can play at 100% speed um, and we can learn from some mistakes that we might have along the way. But that's going to allow us to both push, fail, and fall forward. Uh, West Alice Hale grad. Actually, I grew up in West Alice, uh, 108th Street. Uh, so I would, if I would have stayed there, I would have been a Hale grad, but I'm not. <laughs> but, uh, and then Wisconsin grad. Who was your mentor, somebody growing up, or what made you want to be a teacher and a high school football coach? It's a great question. So, actually, I'm from uh, about Highway 100 in Greenfield there, so not far off of where you were yep. describing. Um, I had a great coach in high school with Scott Otto and Scott Pritzel and uh, my position coach, Kyle Cock, that really made me want to continue with the lessons that they gave to me and really propel them forward and be able to share those with others. So just uh, those three guys are really big for me at West Dallas Hale. And then being able to come to UW-Madison, and it's funny, uh, Dave Richardson actually comes and talks to a introductory 
kinesiology class, and I remember the day he came into my class and talked about what it's like to be a high school football coach and a PE teacher, and boy, was I excited. Um, and I was able to connect with him when I graduated, and following his footsteps has truly been remarkable. Fantastic. Uh, uh, offense, uh, again, a few changes from the wing tee they've been running? Yeah, we'll have a few changes there. Um, not to give too much away, but we'll, right. we'll see more of a, a pistol spread look from us and still have a few of those wing tee ideas hidden away. And the turf. you got to love the stadium and the new weight room there. Uh, for a new, a new coach coming in, uh, you couldn't have any better facilities, could you? No, absolutely not. It's, it's great having the turf, having the, the strength and fitness center. Um, and we have the people that are so gracious around here to help us make it feel like a, almost a small college atmosphere when we have game nights, and we're looking to keep that going as well. Well, Andrew Riley, the brand-new head coach at Verona High School, getting ready for the 2022 season. Only like f- less than four months away. Or, or should we, University of Wisconsin at Verona. That's yeah, University of Wisconsin at Verona. We, we use that for the stadium for Sun Prairie. And uh, that's, a co- <laughs> that's a college campus driving over there. It's just like, wow. <laughs> well, yeah, Verona's right there too, though, Dennis. Yep, you've, got, exactly. you've got a point there. So I guess Andrew will ask you, would you rather Verona High School or University of Wisconsin at, at Verona head coach? <laughs> <laughs> I'll take I'll take Rowan Area High School. There, there you we go. go. There we go. You're a Wildcat. That's right. Hey, we still don't have naming to the stadium, so we can still make it Sumrall Stadium. Oh, I like that idea. Cool. I'll I'll fund it a uh, well, hundred bucks right the, now. The, the, the scoreboard, <laughs> yeah. You know, get those boosters going. Got to get that scoreboard out Se- there. Right? Sumrall Stadium. Oh. I love that idea. Andrew, appreciate the time, my friend. Best of luck the rest of the off season. We'll catch up in a couple months. All right. Sounds good. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Dennis, for the opportunity. Appreciate it, guys. No problem. Congrats again. That's Andrew Riley, new head coach at Verona High School. And that about does it for our time tonight, Dennis. We had a stacked episode of Prep Mania, and uh, we wrap it up a, a solid way there with Andrew, brand new head coach of Verona. Excellent. Uh, in a couple of months, we'll be talking high school football. I mean, uh, we'll definitely get him back for our coaches' roundtable, oh, no don't you think? I absolutely know so. We'll have to do yeah. that, no doubt about it. Well, this has been Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. For nearly 50 years, Zimbraconda has provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff of Zimbraconda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're in the market for a new or used Honda, visit Zimbraconda today or check current inventory at their website, Zimbraconda.com. Big thanks to Alex Gravatt running the show tonight. For Dennis Semra, I'm Alex Strofe. This has been Zimbraconda's Prep Mania. See ya!